0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening everybody and welcome to the MIB International Podcast with me, Leona Burton. I'm CEO and founder and today I am joined by a very special guest, but before we dig into that, I just wanna say a massive thank you to our sponsor, The Business Box. The Business Box was founded by an incredible lady called Lauren Prentice. If you haven't stalked her, definitely go check her out. She created three six-figure businesses over just a couple of years, which is wild. So the business box facilitates support for female entrepreneurs. Definitely go check out their box. It's a monthly subscription service. It's awesome, you need it in your life. It's an amazing treat for yourself every single month, which is something that lots of female entrepreneurs don't do. Anyway, without further ado, let's introduce our very special guest, the awesome Keeley, who is down in Cornwall, give us away from Cornwall Keeley. Hello, hello, Hello. awesome, Keely, welcome to the MIB podcast, please do introduce yourself.
1: So I'm Keely, obviously I'm in the MIB group, I'm a MIB leader because I love everything that MIB stands for with the empowering and supporting women, which is what this podcast is all about. Um, I'm a mum to three, um, two older boys which are 11 and 9 and my little whirlwind miracle who is three Madison Genevieve. And I have three businesses. I have The Farming Mother, which is where I do animal therapy, education and support for children and their families that have additional needs, neurodiverse and anything like that, social anxiety. Um, I have Pinnacle Candles, which is my Reiki blessed crystal candles that i just love and spread them all over with the power of mib i've managed to build a massive team and spread it out um, across the world and then i have my soul revival business which is again all about empowering and supporting and healing people but i make i work predominantly with women with that and run retreats and memberships and um help and support people whether it's yin yoga for their physical health or helping them with their mental health with mindfulness and things like that
0: oh keely you are such a badass lady so let's dig into your entrepreneurial journey because it's i'm sure it's probably been a wild ride for you where did entrepreneurship start for you
1: Well, to be fair, it takes me back to I was 15 and I started cleaning before and after school and the company I was working for couldn't keep up with the contract. So I set my own up. Obviously, I had to wait until I was 16 and had my national insurance number. And then I took on a few contracts and employed cleaners and was cleaning before and after school um, and making probably more money than the teachers were on (laughs) Um, at one point. um, And then I decided that I wanted to go to college after school and start studying and quickly learned that it takes a lot of money um, to be able to pay your bills because I'd moved out and was living on my own. And so I started working full time and I was service team manager for Mercedes Benz at 17, then went in to do their accounts. And I loved it. I loved the job nine to five. And then I started to buy a house going to having children and just realised that juggling childcare, forking out for childcare and working full-time or even trying to work part-time was just hard work. So I started to develop businesses and was running them around. I did all the usual things of network marketing, Avon and Summers, that kind of thing, um, and quickly built up my own business, um, Wedding Crafts and Stationery. and and baking and I I set up a little mobile food truck that I used to set it all up and do it before I went and did um, the nursery run. And it was from there, we then had a car garage and I had to sell my other businesses off because the car garage was too full. And I wanted something for me. As much as I loved doing the cars and doing the accounts, I needed something that lit me up. So I retrained in um, beauty. So I was self-employed doing beauty and, doing my own marketing as well as, you know, marketing for the garage and stuff. And I built that up. I had an incredible salon. I had um, pamper days. I had everything going on and Main Street Salon. I also had the farm, which had started to develop. I was obviously breeding my own animals and um, having people around and seeing them and things. And I then fell pregnant with my little girl. I took a turn with my health. Um, my endometriosis was really bad. I was waiting for an operation to have a hysterectomy. I shouldn't have been able to have any more children and found out I was pregnant with MADS, um, which brought its own whirlwind of things. Um, I was bedridden. I was struggling with my mental health because I'd gone from being able to do everything to being in hospital five, six times a week and struggling that by the time I'd had MADS and had my hemorrhage and told I wasn't gonna make it and all that, It made me flip life on its head a little bit. So I was struggling thinking I don't want to be tied to the business doing the nine to five and not enjoying reaping the rewards and having that time for me and the family anymore. Um, You know what it's like when you when you love your business and you want to make it work and you put in all hours that God sends into it before you realize the work life balance of why you actually set it up. Oh,
0: gosh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure so many people can relate. You want to become self-employed to have more time. But what you don't realise is most self-employed business owners work way more hours than those of us that are employed.
1: And I was, I was, I was surviving, especially while I was extremely poorly with Mads, obviously, because I was pregnant. I couldn't take any pain relief. I couldn't do anything. So I was surviving on half an hour sleep. I was exhausted. Um, I'd be doing advertising and thing. I was building the businesses up, but I physically couldn't work as much. If I did an hour's work, then I'd, I'd start to bleed and tell me that I was losing my daughter and then I was bedridden for a few days. So by the time I'd had her, um it was just pre-pandemic we was I'd had her at the end of December and obviously think we'd been really poly with what now was COVID. we didn't know at the time was COVID um me and Mads ended up really really poly and then the pandemic hit and I was a bit like I don't want to go back to working full-time I couldn't my mental health was struggling um I had PTSD I had the baby blues anything that could be thrown at me did so I what I could do is I could build the farm up farming industry was allowed to continue because it was agricultural because it was helping and supporting the community so I kind of put my all into that so we started with the farm shop launch but it was online to start with because obviously we could only do deliveries Um, and I started blogging the antics of the naughty animals which I just used to share willy-nilly on Facebook it kind of spiraled everybody wanted to know about lana the sheep that was being naughty and doing stuff or the pig that was getting out and being chased around the field and playing with the horses and it kind of it gave me an outlet for coping with my mental health and what i was going through because it was the animals got me out in nature and this is where soul revival was obviously born i took all my skills of helping and support people and pampering them to feel good But then took the aspects of the nature and the mental health and how it supported. My kids was out doing the animals. They were struggling with having to do schoolwork. So they'd get it done. Then we'd go out and do projects on the animals. We'd do this and the other. So by the time the pandemic had finished, I'd got through a breakdown. Mental health i had been at the point where I didn't want to live. So I'd put everything into building the farm up so that I could help and support people. Building Zill Revival up to do that as well and all the training. And start with being mad at being diagnosed with autism she's got speech and language and all that stuff that we had to deal with that but i delved deeper into training with the mental health and supporting people with additional needs so by the time the pandemic pandemic was over and we could start opening back up i started running like little meets and greets and animal therapy and things at the farm literally low cost i was charging a pound which included drinks and a biscuit. So I wasn't making anything. <laughs> um, but it just started to spiral then people would pay me for private sessions with the afternoon tea and the goat walking and the blog had started to take off. And I just was like, this difference that we're making to these people can be so much bigger. And um, so that's when the farming mother was born as in a business. It had gone from just being a hobby and just helping people to I can make a serious difference with this. So then when we we decided to pack up and come down to Cornwall and I've added the home education stuff into it and everything and it's just (laughs) spiralled. We've become a CIC because we just we have so many people that we need to support. But they can't have the funding, or they're waiting for funding. And you know what it's like yourself. Your child gets a diagnosis, and then you're like, "What? Then what? You've waited so long for this." They tell you, "Right, okay, your your child's got autism, or they have these additional needs, and they need this support." And you're like, "Right, okay, where's the support?" And there's just such a long waiting list that you're like, "Well, what do I do now?"
0: Absolutely, and I can completely, one hundred percent relate to a lot of what you're saying. Um, your journey has been has been full of highs and full of lows and I'm sure a lot of women that are listening to this recording can relate in some way shape or form how did you stay focused and proactive throughout that whole time because it must have been difficult
1: I was at a point when when I hit my low and I thought there was no way out my, my biggest thing was someone will always take after look after my children. There's their dad, there's other family members that will step up and step in. And there was a point where I tried to end it. I'd ha- I, w- I was that low um, I couldn't see a way out. And then I found I was advised to start doing mindfulness and meditation. And it was when I started to take a step back and look after me truly. Obviously, I knew about all the superficial self-care. I'd done it with the salon, the having a facial, having your nails done, taking time for a massage. But yes, that does do stuff. But it's the internal stuff, that looking after your mindset, doing things every day, your gratitudes and just taking time to love yourself and take care of you, that you start to build things up and you look after you and serve people from the overflow of your cup not draining yourself and i had a lot of i I won't say what i was going to say but i had a lot of nonsense thrown at me um my neighbors wanted my land they were trying to bully me out of it um the whole story is obviously on the farming mother about how literally every day someone was turning up going oh you've been asked to come and check this and there was never anything wrong I've got reports after reports saying that obviously everything that I was doing and it was basically jealousy and I think although it was the worst time of my life of how much I was going through with the rubbish that was thrown at me I'm also quite a stubborn and determined person so if someone says we don't want you to do that or you can't do that hell for leather I will make sure that I prove them the wrong and that's the one <laughs> thing that gave me. It's like in the fire. To you the up that I'm gonna
0: do it. Yeah, I can completely relate. I mean, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But honestly, like, that if I, for a long time I did it to prove other people wrong. Um, there's there's less of that now as I've. I don't know whether it's getting older or whether I've just become more namaste or whether it's just time that's allowed me to calm and let go of that pain but for a long time I was like I am doing this to prove you wrong and that fire and that tenacity really did it was birthed from the pain that I didn't feel
1: having that fire in your belly to prove someone wrong um is the thing I was listening to a podcast actually yesterday, and someone said, "Oh, she's the speaker of motivation, the one and only." And in that moment of the shit's hit the fan, and you're looking in the mirror and you're going, "How am I going to get through that?" It isn't motivation that makes you get out there and do it. It's the it's the self talk that you do to yourself, and that's what you realise afterwards. The self talk of "You can do this." Get out there and just go for it. That gets you out there to do it and once you do start doing it and you start to learn it's like now i say other people's other people's expectations are theirs other people's opinions are theirs and i do what i do now for me and for what keeps in line with my values and helping and serve others not because i want to prove a point initially I needed to prove a point to go, yeah, look, I can still do this. God, it cost me a lot of heartache. I had 11 months with no income and everything else through it. But I kept at it. I could have thrown the towel in and gone and got a job. But I didn't. I kept at it and kept on building the businesses and backgrounds so that when I was ready to reopen back up, I reopened with a bang. Yeah, I decided to move down to Cornwall and redo it in a completely different area. I'd still won that battle and opened the champagne and proved that working on my mindset kept me strong enough to keep going. And I didn't let the outside opinions and rubbish that was coming in affect me. It was literally simply working on my mindset and working on me so that I was strong enough to uphold what my values were and move forward, if you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely, 100% couldn't agree
0: with that more. The reality is, is our mind has so much control over what we do on every single day. You know, that one foot in front of the other that I'm continuously banging on about. Like, it's true. It is, your mind will stop you doing the things that move you towards where it is you want to be. And if there's one... Sorry,
1: darling. I was going to say, I'm talking about this in my membership with the Soul Revival ladies at the moment. It's the RAS. If you're focusing on the negative, all your brain is going to start highlighting to you is the negatives. If you get up in the morning and say three things that you're grateful for and put yourself in that, this is a good day kind of thing and you focus on the good rather than the negative you'll see the good things the good things are always happening it's just if you're going down that spiral of only looking for the negative you're ignoring the good so it's pulling the goodness out of it to inspire you and keep you going whereas if you sat there going okay so and so so and so has done this and um, this happened today all you're going to do is just make yourself feel worse yes it's still happening But if you don't focus on that solely and you're focusing on the good, that's what's going to push you forward and keep you on the track to keep going and have that success.
0: Yes, Queen. Okay, if you were to give everybody one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Work on you and your mindset. Even five minutes, literally go outside, breathe, deep breaths in, deep breaths out and do your gratitudes. Morning night, three things you're grateful for, even on the worst day in the world. It can be pouring down with rain and I'll stand there and say, I'm grateful for the rain because it's watering the plants and watering the grass. I don't have to buy hay if the grass has grown and I don't have to go out and water the plants. That saves me a job. I've got a roof over my head and I can switch the kettle on and make a brew and I'm here for a new day
0: loving it thank you so much for joining us today where can people find you
1: uh so i'm on facebook instagram and i have the website so there's the farming mother um soul revival and pinnacle candles and i'm sure the links if you want to pop over into mib and just search keely Reddin, they'll be in there for you
0: she is like and she's a, a famous MIB, aren't you everybody loves you everybody loves if, what you're if, about
1: Anyone sees one of my candles, they know it's a pinnacle candles Anyone sees the crazy nose goes, Does anybody know the crazy lady that talks to the animals? Yes, that's Keely. <laughs> <laughs> Can I
0: just say they are the best smelling candles I've ever smelled? Usually they smell amazing until you light them and then they don't smell. Even my mother in law walked into the caravan when I was living in a caravan and she was like, Oh my god, what is that candle? Because it smells amazing. So there you go. You all need to go out and buy one right now. They're not. Because- they're not,
1: they're not just basic candles though they've got the moon charge crystal and they've got the reiki so they're inspiring that intention of whether it's self-love or whether it's time for meditation or carbon and healing and it's the fact that people will tell me they don't meditate they don't do this they don't do that the minute you light a candle and you're sat watching that flame you're meditating (laughs) and it's just getting that into people's head that self-care and looking after yourself and looking after your mental health isn't something to be ashamed of. It's not something that's hard work. We all do it in a lot of ways. And it's not just sat with your legs crossed, humming to the sky. There's so many other ways to do it
0: absolutely and I full confession like I burnt that candle 24 hours a day until it was all gone like I actually was fuming that I had to blow it out at night time um so it is honestly I'm not lying Keeley did not pay me to say this but it is the best candle that I've ever 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 used um you. and you can quote me right thank you so much Keely, for spending time with us today appreciate you yes, ladies do you go check Give her a stalk. She's an inspiring, motivating, down to earth, awesome mama. And I'm very proud of her. Have an amazing day, guys.